Don't skip this one as a music podcast where two best friends play songs to talk about them. It's also a comedy podcast where the hosts make dumb jokes and make fun of each other. Um, how did you get into this That's, recording? Don't worry about how I got into the booth. Point is, I'm here, and I'm going to finish this off. Sometimes there's strong language in this podcast, so be aware. Okay, stop reading my script. Um, uh, I want to say the next thing. Now, on, on to, to the, the show. show. What's up, fellow music nerds, and welcome. Welcome to this adventure. You open your eyes and you see two microphones sitting behind one of them. Your your first adventure, Zach Fisher. Sitting behind the second, uh, a bard, uh, a bard class, Brady Levitt. What's up, music nerds? What's up, nerds? Straight up nerds. Yes, straight up nerds. You bunch of nerds listening to this nerd episode. Welcome to the episode called One Playlist to Rule Them All. If you don't know what that is in reference to, um, you're going to be really confused for the rest of this episode. But don't turn it off. Because it's still really good music. It's still Um, good music, but... And I'm I'm glad that Zach and I have been talking about doing this episode where we're kind of talking about it, originally it was Zach's idea was uh, fantasy fiction, but yeah, I wanted to do music inspired by fantasy fiction. Um, yeah, I mean, really, a lot of it, Lord of the Rings, because that's kind of the kernel at the center of every fantasy fiction. Then the then what then what happened brady i don't read real good brady doesn't know many many much music inspired by fantasy fiction um as well as not being as much as a nerd for it as me so yeah we expanded to all nerddom which i mean to be fair we're inclusive here we're all nerddom is welcome and so Um, yeah instead of just being fantasy fiction we kind of went with the broader nerd category which you know still encompasses both of our our weird loves of all things nerdy and it actually worked out really well because we've been talking about this for a while but we like we 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 wanted to do this playlist for a bit like i remember talking about this like last summer as we're trying to come up with new Mm -hmm. episodes and it kind of worked out because that new D D movie just came out People are hyped about Dungeons and Dragons right now, um, yeah. and that is a di- like that is directly influenced by Lord of the Rings, and yeah, so it's a perfect timing for for our nerd our nerd playlist. Yeah, so much so was D and D inspired by Lord of the Rings that they got sued on their first edition because they used Hobbit as a class and. The Tolkien, oh. Tolkien was like, uh, no, the Tolkien, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't J.R.R. obviously, but it was the, the family. family. They're like, uh, no, that's definitely copyright property. Um, and so they were like, oh, halflings, these are definitely not hobbits. <laughs> they are. They just look and act and, and sound and, and see, and, and like hobbits. I forgot other 
descriptors all of a sudden my, my brain went dead um, um but yeah yeah brady uh, yeah we've we've been talking about this for a while um and we thought this was the perfect time you hit you hit, um just like brady said um so this won't all be lord of the rings um but there is more lord of the rings than other episodes yeah that's for sure yeah it, this um, is not our our not our christmas episode that's good observation brady <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I was just, you I was just trying out. to think. I was just trying to think of what, what one for sure had the least amount of Lord of the Rings references, <laughs> and I feel like that would have had to been like a Christmas episode. Most likely, I guess. Most yeah, likely, that's, that, Most that's likely. the best chances that we would have had. Um. Uh. Well, I I don't know if we need much more preamble. Um. Do you have anything else you want to say before we? No, just again, if you're not a nerd, continue to stick this out because there's really good songs in here that are just good songs that you might enjoy. Um, and you might realize um, that you are a nerd on things and you're like, oh, I guess I guess I am a nerd. I do like this genre of nerddom. Now, um, if I may, we if you could if you could cue back the music, Brady. Um we open on a cavern. Our adventurers look out upon this cavern, but it's lit from some strange light source. An evil voice cries out, You'll have to go through the fire and the flames. And that was Through the Fire and the Flames by Dragon Force. Um, if you haven't heard that before, you haven't played Guitar Hero 3. So, 3? Three? 3, because I think 2 yeah. was Free Word. Right. The the final, like the boss final song, I think it's Through the Fire and the Flames. It's so hard to do. So hard to do. I, was, um, I could hardly do it on hard. Because I think there was like, or medium. Yeah. No, I could... I, I no, I could hardly do it. I could do it on medium. I could hard. I was just barely passing. It's one of those fun facts that if you play the actual guitar, I, I've never found someone who plays the actual guitar who's like good at Guitar Hero because we're all just like, there's only five button. This isn't how you play. I don't. I don't know. For some reason, it messes with your brain. Even if you're good at other good video games. Like I knew guys that were good at other video games. They were not good at Guitar Hero if they played the actual Everyone guitar. that I knew that was good at Guitar Hero was good at the drums. Mm. Because, that. because there's a lot more rhythm with Yeah. With it. Like it's not like you're changing the the chords and stuff. It's five buttons, but you're like your yeah, hands are having to do like you know yeah, like yeah, uh, um, um, a good point. yeah, like like I remember 
and even like playing like right now i'll play beat saber um the oculus and yeah. you know all those type of games i feel like are a lot more suited if you for like a drum player because it's more like just hitting it in time in the rhythm where guitar is a lot more there's a lot more like different notes that you're hitting that yeah, makes sense so like it, for like a drummer it was easier to like it was easy for me to get because i was like oh okay like you know you're hitting yeah i don't know no, it makes sense to me. The most someone explained, somebody explained it to me, like that you like, especially when it came out. It was like I think it was on one of those like Warped Tour DVDs or something. But like the drummers were always the good ones at the game, and the guitarists weren't because the guitarists were wanting to throw in a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I, and yeah, actually, this, now we're just talking about video. Now we're just talking about um guitar hero um but which is great because i love guitar hero and i'm still so sad that they stopped making it like i would easily keep playing guitar hero if i could like if i don't i don't know why they didn't like i i loved guitar hero like my family during the pandemic got out our old xbox and we uh found uh, the controllers and i think Haley even bought like found a, a another one like another guitar oh, another guitar yeah nice uh no that's awesome but yeah I think for all you gen people... zers out there like that was a you missed that that was a a great period of time in the 2000s where like guitar hero and then rock band like both of those i wasn't i'm yeah. not a big video gamer i love those video games yeah, my family, we had rock band. We would play rock band a lot together. I would always do the drums. I was better at the drums, weirdly. I, you know, looping it into what this episode's not about, my family got Guitar Hero during Christmas. It was Guitar Hero 3 during Christmas. So remember all Christmas break, um, we would play this. So now sometimes I'll think, uh, when I hear the Through the Fire and the Flames, I won't think of Christmas, but I'll think of like Christmas break. If that makes sense. Oh, it's a weird yeah, memory, yeah. you know, so not like, oh, like opening presents, but like that, like it was like two weeks where you didn't have to go to school and you're just like playing Guitar Hero. It's great. Anyway, awesome. this is your song. Keep going. Um, So I can't be sure um, because it's a I but I believe that I had heard this before Guitar Hero. Really? Um, Possibly. It, it came out two thousand five. Two thousand uh yeah, two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah, so I, I and I think the only reason I might have heard it, and I, I say maybe, um, because I might have heard it before then because this song is famous among um even before guitar it was famous among music nerds in general as like holy shit, this is the best technical guitarist like the 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 insanity of this guy playing guitar so i think i I have a vague memory of someone being like no you want to hear like like the craziest solo or something like that it was like some guy who played in my guitar class and he played like dragon force through the fire and the flames and then um and then elsewhere later on i found out that they were like super nerds as well like they love um mythology and stuff like that i mean they're called dragon forks you know like they and all of their stuff is very mythical and 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 um fantasy and like 
just epic sounding like this song you know on a cold winter morning in the time before the light and flames of death's eternal rain we ride toward the fight like it was very oh those are the lyrics i'm only hearing the guitar part <laughs> i didn't yeah, realize there's that actual did... words to this i didn't song. realize that i i hear the words but i'm just like oh yeah but like this sounds so cool and then I'm trying to trying to make sure that I'm able to slide my pinky over and get that orange button because sometimes you forget that and it messes you up, especially when you get like the the holds and you have to like whammy bar it. Yeah, just like in just like in real guitar, mm-hmm. just like when you play real guitar. Yeah, um, it's called Guitar yeah. Hero for a reason. Nah, so yeah, I wanted to include this. Because, I mean, first of all, because it's a great song, and second of all, because they they are they're nerds, and nerds create music like this because nerds are the are the people who get because like what's being a nerd is like being obsessed with something, right? I mean, it's kind of just the defin the broad gen- general definition is like you're obsessed, you're obsessed over a particular thing. So when you become a nerd about like playing your instrument you get to a level where you create something like this where it's like the fastest the fastest music like i mean some of the fastest music ever played like played by like human like you don't have to like they didn't digitally speed it up or anything like this is someone actually playing it you know now um Maybe there's faster. I don't know. This is the fastest one I know of, but um, it's the best. It's also, but it's also at the same time, like, you know, they're amazingly fast drumming, amazingly fast. I believe there's keyboard in there, amazingly fast guitar player. But at the same time, it's actually like, it's actually like a good coherent song that like makes sense and is like good, like easy to listen to, like anyone could listen to it. Yeah. Unless you don't like guitar solos, I know that there's some people out there, but um, screw you, this is an amazing guitar solo. So, I've decided, like, I know you said screw you to your audience, but I feel like I don't want to, you know, this is the nerd place. I don't want to make anyone feel unwelcome here. You so, if you're not a nerd, up. if you're not a nerd, get the hell off of this playlist, this podcast. We don't want to, we don't even want you to be around, but come back next week, though. Yeah, but you so, did alienate them, so I guess that's one we don't. That's have to one. But yeah, no. Um, I really liked it. What's your favorite part about the song? That is hard. <sighs> is it from um, the minute from zero zero to uh, seven twenty two? <laughs> that whole <laughs> guitar part, seven um, minutes of guitar. Yeah, because yeah. that's probably no. mine. <laughs> I do uh, the. The best part to me is the is actually just I mean just the um when they're all singing in a chorus. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. That part. And then that uh, and then that leads into the like the first guitar, guitar part. Yeah. Yeah. And the I feel like that guitar solo is like almost broken up and there's like two parts of it that you can hear yeah there's well i mean it's kind of a guitar solo through the whole song but it's like you know there's like some distinct guitar solo parts i mean like where there's no singing like you get the whoa and then it goes into a guitar solo and then like oh, that guitar yeah, solo yeah. kind of switches up and i mean in that in that section 
where there's no singing there's almost two separate guitar solos yeah yeah so there's like an instrumental break and then there's there's like a guitar solo thing and then they do the woes and the drums are like at the you know dun dun and you and there's like this definite build and then it it breaks out to into like again amazingly fast drumming and it's just incredible guitar solo i think that's my favorite part um do you have like a specific part at all i mine is the guitar solo after the woes okay so okay that and then and then i really like how he sounds vocally on the um during the chorus the so far away we wait for the day no yeah so far away we wait for the day for the lives always and gone we feel the pain a lifetime um that part (laughs) Last in a thousand days through the fire and the flames, we carry on. And then that part. Uh, yeah, that part. That part. No, I I love this song so much. And like, I, <laughs> it's weird. I do listen. This song, I listen to a decent amount. Like it, it somehow shows up a lot. Um, throughout my week just on my shuffle or there's times where i'm like oh do you know what i'm feeling i'm feeling this like if i'm feeling guitar i will put on this and then the next song in the queue i'll put a free word on of course yeah so um i um one fun fact about this song uh that i do enjoy sharing um people probably know but um the guitarist I keep calling him. What what is his name? I used to know it. Uh it's Herman Lee. Um the the recording, like the recording that they released, he breaks a string in the middle of that recording. And they were like, nope, it's still the best, it's still the best version. Really? One. Yeah, one of his strings broke during that. And you can't I don't think you can hear it. I mean, maybe someone who like if he's, I don't know. Some with better ears than me could maybe hear when it like uh breaks, but it was like, yeah. I mean, obviously this is a really amazing take. Um, but they were like, Yeah, even though a string broke, let's keep it. Um, I'm also not surprised that a string broke because he's just shredding. Like shredding. and when they talk about shredding on guitar, like this is the song where it actually sounds like it's shredding. Like it is it's not just like, yeah. oh, yeah, that was a cool 15-minute solo. Like, this is seven minutes, really, of just, like, straight guitar solo sounding guitar. Yeah. Um, not it, it, it Generally inspired by mythology and fantasy fiction, not a specific nerddom. So we're starting you off easy. Um, I don't know if, in, I mean, I, we could, sounds like we could go on about this song a long time. Yeah, you have anything could... else specific you want to say? No, um, I feel like let's we you know went a little not non specific, just kind of fantasy f- genre. Um, now let's go to something a little bit more specific. So lock and load, mercenaries. I see the smoke from the hilltop. They march one by Yeah, 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 yeah
and that was the guillotine by escape the fate this one was my selection um when i put this one on i i asked zach because like some of them are pretty easy to guess like if you look through you can you can kind of guess from the titles what what inspired these or kind of what what nerddom they're from um this one is a little bit harder um but zach do you know what what this is from or what inspired this song um i honestly don't i have a guess what's your guess is it halo it is halo it is halo the video game um and i thought that's you know like the couple reasons i went with it is because like it's that like sci-fi video game it's one it's like one of those like first like i feel like one of those first sci-fi video games like of our generation that like Mm, got really big like yeah insanely big insanely big like people would have the land parties and like would have like halo parties where people would just like go and hook up tons of tvs and just play halo against each other and i remember doing that all the time um was the that was the only maturated game that i was allowed to play because one of the other um mormon kids said i had to tell my mom it was like the the good mormon kid like you know yeah there's always like it's like me it's like me tell it's like me telling your mom yeah i wouldn't have been you um no yeah it's like the good mormon kid was like yeah zach's mom it's fine i i play it it's it's alien blood it's not human blood and then and then i got then i was allowed to play oh i didn't even have to worry about that my my dad bought it for us because he wanted to play with his friends at work so um your parents are a little different than mine so yeah um no but i i just when i thought about that nerd because like i know and it's it's weird because like um you've seen we've seen it a lot in recent years but like nerd culture is almost like mainstream now like it's not yeah it's but and like this was like one of the like this was i I thought of this song um when we were talking about like fantasy and like sci-fi and like that kind of genre because it's a song that they wrote that's directly inspired by halo it's not even like oh this one song is like this one because that's the thing is like there's a lot of lyrics with stuff where it's like oh these two lyrics are like based off of yeah you know some you know like lord of the rings some, or whatever but like this yeah some book this, or some, so, some book or but this is like oh no this is the full song is about halo which yeah, i just thought no. was which is kind of cool That's was cool. it the it's, was it the spartan um, stand alone that that yes that was what gave it that away. was that I was like, what gave it away is it, uh, and i should say like i've listened to this i've listened to this song because you put it on the playlist that we started talking we put the playlist together last week I listened to it like two or three times and I had heard and I was like, I can't figure out what this is. And you've heard it because I know I've you've listened to Escape the Fate with me before. Too. Yeah. And I yeah, that's true. But I and I had even picked out like Spartans like I'd heard Spartan standalone before. And I, I don't know. And I'm just this is just me going behind me, my brain figuring out what it was. But I for some for some reason this time it clicked that I was like Wait a minute, Spartans is what those guys, uh, the main guys, and I'm still not a big Halo person. You can, oh, really? You can tell by the way I'm talking. Like I, not like I play it, but I just like don't remember a lot of the 
the factions and shit. But yeah, it was I vaguely remembered it was like, oh yeah, Spartans is what the the main guy was like a Spartan. So there's the Spartans. There was the Flood, which is a uh, that was with the little, almost like the alien dudes. Yeah, and then you had like the Covenant, which was yeah. the. But um, like, and that's the um, thing is like, uh, video games is a big part of nerd culture. But like, I and correct me if I'm wrong about this for you, but like, I feel like neither one of us are huge video game people. Like. Like we've played video no. games, but it's not like it's not like oh, I constantly play video games. No, I I know that I play video, more video games now than I did when I was in high school, but that's mostly because like freedom to actually play them. Well, my parents See, didn't like love yeah. when I just played video games, but I don't play like tons of different ones. I play pretty specific ones that i've it's like i'm in my comfort zone with video games and none of them are like and i don't like get into the lore of video games yeah um although i did um if you ever want to spend a fun lunch hour in high school it's always fun to have your friend explain to you the plot of halo um across a lunch hour even though you didn't really ask him to <laughs> and he's just like no but okay so so there's this there's this it's no, like a planet and it's a it's but it's a halo and there's and this the... it's supposed to be like a religious thing and then this group this crazy group called the covenant come in and then the spartans have to come and they're trying they're both i actually don't remember i i've only beat one and two and I've only beat the, I, I, I like because most of the time when you're playing Halo, it's like you're playing the, like it's most people aren't playing like the campaign. Most of the time, it's like okay, we're gonna get a bunch of people playing. We're just gonna plug all in, and we're just yeah. Gonna... That's all I. That's all I've ever played. I've never played the campaign at all. So me, I remember me and Cody when we would do. There was we would do it. It was like in it would have been high school, um, but there were times where like it was like on Fridays. Um, before like stuff would start happening, like before like you know night games would happen, or we'd all be going over a friend's house to watch a movie or whatever we were doing that night. Cody yeah. and I would come over to my house, we'd turn on Halo, and we would just we'd play the two player co op. We just play it for oh. an hour, and we just keep kind of like every week we just kind of keep chipping away at it. And we did one yeah. and then two. And then yeah, we're not we're not even close to video game people. We no. roomed with video game people. That's why we I did. can like. I, that's why I can confidently say we are not video game people because we not are with people who like video game came out. They didn't go to class for the next like 72 hours until they had beat the game. I don't think one of them like wouldn't sleep. It's not yeah. my names here, but we know who we're talking Jeff. about. Jeff. Um, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, no. It's You're going to make me believe shit. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, I like I less about video games i really like this song as well i've i've always liked escape the fate um i know they popped yeah. up on our playlist before this is a they're a lo, they're a band from vegas so i've seen them a bunch uh live again if they're from vegas i'm gonna love them because that's just how my brain works but yeah. what do you think about the song uh no i really liked it i think i spent too long um trying to figure out what it was about um because i was like well it's specifically about a nerd thing to like think about like oh what do i actually like about it um but i do love that like 
I love in general that they like wrote a song about Halo without being like very specific and like out almost outlandish about it. Like, yeah, a lot of times you'll hear. I don't think we have a lot of it on here. I think there's maybe one or two, but like a lot there's of there's at least one. Uh, a lot of times, like the nerd, the like the nerd songs, they're like also like they want it to. I don't know. They also just like give up and like make it funny. And I was like, you can make a good nerdy song without being like, yeah, like I'll just just make it a joke, like a throwaway. It's like no, yeah. it's, I mean, you can make good music without like literally only i'm thinking of a specific song and that i'm not going to name but it's just like literally you just you just took quotes from this thing and then made a song out of the quotes by mishmashing them around it's like all right no you can you can make a good song without doing is it that. on this playlist it's not on this playlist. oh okay i thought there's one i was thinking <laughs> um anyway I think my my favorite part. I really again like the guitar the guitar solo, um, near the end of the song. I really like that part. Yeah, I I, I and I I should say I like it because it's in the hardcore genre, and I didn't didn't think of any in the hardcore genre that were nerdy. There's probably more than this, but I just like hadn't thought of one. Yeah, so I'm glad that we got it in there. Me too. Um, that's like half of our playlist. Well, uh, again, go check out Escape the Fate. Sometimes Ronnie Reiki's a bit of a dick, but that's uh, fine. Um, yeah. People hate him. But you know what? He puts, puts out well, some good music. Um, there you go. And he served his time. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say about about this? No, I'm, yeah, I'm afraid to because I don't remember. <laughs> he went to prison. Uh, he was He was involved. Uh, he was in a like a big gang brawl where someone. Oh, died. you did tell me about that. Um, okay, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I don't think I have anything else to say about. Well, let's. Like, very good song. Let's move on. Bang. And that was Start a Riot by Duckworth and Shibuzi. Yes. Yes, I'm saying those right. Um, off of the Spider-Man soundtrack into the Spider-Verse. Um, both inspired and I can't remember if that was this one actually played on in the I don't the, remember. I don't remember. It's been a, a while, yeah. not a while as in like it's not it's just know, been a, like a year or two. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't exactly remember if this was actually in the movie. The the soundtrack is technically like from the movie and inspired by, so it could be either. Anyways, um, just a little peek behind the curtains. I did have a song on here that we thought was fantasy fiction, and then it turns out it was about um, Jesus, and I was like, that's not exactly the playlist we're going for. So yeah, maybe we weren't we weren't going with the religious one. That was that's Christmas kind of yeah i guess i guess that's fair um i, I, I just you know i keep trying to throw in our our christmas one you know maybe <laughs> he's just trying to, trying to plug it christmas one. 
Yeah, maybe more people. Maybe people are like, "Hey, it's been snowing in Utah, and it's April. Maybe I should listen to some Christmas music just because why not? It's like just dumping down snow recently." Yeah. Well. Um. <laughs> nice. So, anyway, so we. I was like, "Oh no, I gotta get an alternate," and I hadn't necessarily planned because I had had these fantasy fiction songs. I guess now I have to put. <laughs> um plan minus for a one. while minus one and then so i was like oh shoot um and then i remembered this guy i had i have read i listened to this a lot when it came out like I, after the movie came out i i mean i love the movie and then i listened to this and i was like this is an amazing soundtrack and i listened to this like a lot and then i it, like it came up on shuffle like a week or two ago one of the songs and i was like oh man i haven't listened to the soundtrack in forever so i was that's what that's why I was in my head. Um, and I was like, you know, what's what's better than that one? Especially because that was like one of the best movies, one of the best animated movies to come out in a while in a long in a while for me. Like that was as far as like, it was. It was a this, really good movie. It was just it was really, really good. I mean, animation style, like breaking all sorts of boundaries. In yeah, a very cool, good way, as well as like amazing voice voice acting, um, bits that still make me laugh. Also, like, uh, after after this movie came out, like I, um, well, in the last couple of years, you know, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. You know, this song and the next song are both. I'll just say it; they're both Marvel themes. So, like, we got yeah. some Marvel stuff. So, like, this is, I think, right around the time when I really started to get into comics. And then I remember some of the first comics I really read. Like, it's been majority of Marvel because I love Marvel. So, um, but. Oh, I know first, what you're about to say, but I just the first, remembered that this was, yeah. Some of the, like, so one of the first series that I had read, like, I had read um, some of the big ones. Like, I'd read Civil War and some others, but but the first, like, series I had read were Miles Morales ones. And I think Miles Morales is top five favorite comic book. Um, yeah. Yeah. I he's remember, top five Marvel superheroes. He's in the top five. I remember it was really weird when Brady started saying he was going to read comic books. Not that, not like weird as in like, Oh, what the hell? It was more just like, huh? I don't think I've ever seen Brady read a comic book. Yeah, I had um, never read a comic book before. I had read comics as in like the the funnies. Like I'll read like yeah. the Calvin and Hobbes and Peanuts and Foxtrot and stuff. But like yeah. I'd never gotten into comic books and then I did and like I like I will prep for every new Marvel show or movie and I'll try to read a bunch because like sometimes they'll take direct inspiration for the movies and TV shows from some of the comics. Sometimes yeah. there's just cool little Easter eggs where they'll they'll mention a name, you're like Oh, I know who that is because I've read these comics. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, Brady's, it's just fun. Brady's now a bigger comic book nerd than me. Yeah. Which, when we started this friendship, I was more of one. And I'm, not that I'm like a huge comic book nerd either, but I was just like, well, I had read comic books and Brady yes. hadn't. And now Brady's like telling Brady's like, I'm like, and now I'm like, hey, Brady, this movie, what? Like what are sometimes I ask you for suggestions on like comic books. I'll just be like, "What is happening with this thing? This this thing this seemed like an Easter egg because I like, paused on it, but I can't figure out what it is." Yeah. So yeah, 
Brady's Brady's become much more of a. I I've read so many comic books in the last like, really since, uh, um, Infinity War, is when I really I was like okay, I'm gonna just start reading. I think I remember you like Miles Morales was like the the big was a big one for you though. Miles Morales like was like was the opener, like. Yeah, I feel like that's when you were like, I'm gonna start getting into comics because Miles Morales was like that cool. Yeah. Um. So if you're thinking about getting in, they are. If you're thinking about getting into comic books, uh, like, especially Marvel, first you know read some of the like I would say, read the Civil Wars; those are good. But then Miles Morales is really fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um. But yeah, so okay, so anyways, getting back to the actual song. Yeah. Um. So I I picked this one because it goes harder than any of the other songs on this playlist. First of all, I love this. I love it. Like this is a pump up jam for me. Yeah. Um. And then also, um, I can't get over the line. Um, I want to. I, I try to be friendly in the neighborhood. I know all the little grannies want to sip their tea. That is my favorite lyric. That I that's when we were listening favorite. to it, like that's what I chose. I was like, oh yeah, I try to be friendly, like I try to be friendly in the neighborhood because he's your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Like that Spider Man's whole thing is that like Iron Man and Captain America, like they're fighting the big fights where like Spider Man's whole thing is like, yeah, like I will help. I'm an Avenger. I'll help with the big global events, but like yeah. I'm trying to help Brooklyn, like. I'm here to help Brooklyn, just like Daredevil's in charge of Hell's Kitchen. Like, I feel like New York has their each has their own like little like okay, like we're all gonna help. Like Luke Cage will come out of Harlem every now and again, but like that's they kind of like stick in their zones. They're like, hey, yeah. you know, and Spider Man's all over kind of New New York mostly, but yeah, Brooklyn right is this big yeah. big area big area that he he's starting from. Yeah, I love that tweet. I can't. Remember. I've probably said this on the podcast before. I'm, and I will. I don't remember who it is, but I will say I didn't come up with this joke. But I do love um, the tweet that's like, I love how Car- Captain Marvel's like defending the universe. Iron Man's or the Avengers are like over this world of ga- or Guardians of like a whole galaxy. Avengers of like of Earth. Spider Man's. Uh, the defender of New York City, and then Daredevil's micromanaging four blocks in <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's that's fair." And uh, thinking about it too, I think um, one thing I did want, want to bring up as we were like talking about this, and like we're gonna go into like nerd stuff. One thing Zach and I were both like, "Okay, like okay, let's avoid Gambino because he's." He's very nerdy. Yeah. But the thing I think is great is that we still brought it back to Gambino because because Donald Glover is the reason that we have Miles Morales. Yeah. Because because there was this whole campaign when he was on like the first season of Community where they were getting ready to make the the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies and they're like, oh, we're remaking them. And everyone's like, oh, we should get a black Spider-Man. And then they're like, you should have Donald Glover do it. He's nerdy. And then there's this whole like Donald for Spider-Man campaign that came out. And then, yeah. and then the like Marvel comic book writers were like, Hey, do you know what? Like we should have a black Spider-Man. And they like, yeah. I think even they even tried to get like the look 
of Donald Glover kind of in Miles Morales's look too. So I remember. So like, okay. it's just it's yeah, just I funny that, that like yeah, yeah. that like we have now this huge like Miles Morales is like he's a newer character, but people love him, and it yeah. really stems back from from Gambino, which is great. Like I just I thought that was you know kind of full circle for us on like we're like oh yeah let's let's do we just don't want don't put a childish gambino song on there because we already did freaks and geeks like that's his his really nerdy song but yeah you know yeah yeah well yeah you still gotta mention him he is a uh what's the term that he used in the song that i learned uh blurred black nerd black nerd yeah i don't know if that's i if that's not okay for me to say, I apologize immediately. But yes. it, it wasn't his song. I'm just repeat, repeating the lyric of his song. Yeah, and it's not it's not the other ones that we know we can't repeat. Yes, um, there's ones should, that we should. Yeah, we should stray should... away from this topic immediately. Um, <laughs> uh, what, um, I guess. Do you have anything else on this song? I mean, it... about the song, no. Um, but I figure we could. Do you have anything else? Uh no, I think uh, yeah, I kind of covered what I wanted to on this. Yeah, one. but you know what? We could talk more about Marvel in the next song. If there's fourteen million six hundred and four ways where it goes wrong, then why play? If we got one chance to win, make room. I be going in, ay, cause I'm a beast on a mic, Thanos on a mission. Lyrics trying to get your mind stone like it's vision, kind of like roaming off Hawkeye with precision. When I get to going off the greatest. A lever witness like Tony Stark in the suit and I blast fast I sweat that you're invisible to me you can ask Rax I kept them off flying over heads I'm And that was Endgame by Echo uh, If you couldn't tell this song was written after the movie like DC? Endgame Yeah, it's yeah about, DC It's about just, Superman? It's about Superman and Batman um, No, so Echo <laughs> I know we've had him on the podcast before Or not on the podcast His songs on the playlist before um, Shoot, we had a we had Echo as a guest, and I don't even he, I so know. Awkward. Um, but he's a big nerd. Like he's got, um, he, like he's a really good rapper. He raps about a lot of stuff, but he also yeah. will rap about nerdy stuff as well, because um, he is a big nerd. Um, like he's got another song called Pickle Rick because I know that. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Rick and Morty's a big, you know, a big almost another nerd culture that's going on right now. Um, but I, I just, I remember this song came out and this song came out in between Endgame and the, uh, Spider-Man far from home. And so oh, okay. I think it came out then. And it was like, we just watched Endgame, and there was like so much going on and we knew there was one more. I still remember the hype of being like, Oh crap. Like what's going to happen? Like, we like it was at that point nothing else had been released because that was the end of the infinity saga and so nothing oh, else had been yeah, yeah, nothing else had been announced and so it was like crap what is gonna happen and i just remember listening to this and just being pumped after endgame and like i i am a huge marvel fan and i i think a lot of us are getting a little marveled out um because the last uh yeah the last the previous disney ceo uh was like quantity over quality and was just like yeah no let's get something out every month and then yeah. when the new when the new when the old new ceo came back like uh he like he pretty much was like yep 
uh, can I talk to Kathleen Kennedy from Star Wars and Kevin Feige? And it's like, you guys do what you need to do. We don't need to, like, let's, let's, let's kind of spread these out again because, you know, I feel like some of that magic has been lost because, like, like, they talk, like, Echo talks about the, um, yeah, representing the nerds, seeing that shit the first night is for sure because I feel like before there was so, like, even the first couple of, uh, stuff in this new saga that's come out like it was this whole like oh what's gonna happen like and it was like weekly watches and like all these theories and now it's like oh there was just so much that was crammed in the last three years that like uh people are kind of done um so i'm i'm hoping that they kind of slow these things down and get it back to on track because i i like i got really really into marvel in the last like five years like super into it read the comics i've I'm right now it took me forever and I'm finally going through the old Netflix shows. Um, I, I, oh, what yeah, I do yeah. is I will watch those when I go to the gym and like get on like a treadmill or an elliptical because those, it just pumps me up. And like, that's my, like, okay, that's my drive to go to the gym is to be like, okay, but you can watch Derek. You can watch the defenders. Like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the defenders was, uh, was my those tv shows was my shit um yeah i, I know was obsessed with them may have missed the final uh because daredevil came out um, i remember that yeah i graduated guys don't worry um it was it turned out fine um but yeah i did stay up all night watching uh, watching it entirely through there's a point at 3 a.m where you're like you know what this is definitely going to be the rest of my night like this there's a certain point where you just like give in to it. So, um, nobody, no, it's, you don't. Okay. Um, so, um, what was I talking about? I don't know. Oh, the defenders. Yeah. And, and just, yeah, I guess just Marvel in general. I mean, I feel that burnout hard because I, I feel like I used to be super into Marvel and not that I like don't like it or anything, but it's like, um there's been so much and i don't have time to devote i don't have a lot of time to watch shows in general anymore um i feel like i used to have more i don't know where it went um but like um yeah now i now it's like i have to pick and choose my shows and if there's uh, shows and movies i should say and if there's new content from marvel every single month it's like, okay, well, I'm just gonna I'll f- watch it eventually. I think that's more the problem. I was just like, it's just it's all I don't feel like I need to be caught up because There's that's so all that people are gonna talk about for the next six months. Like, I think that's what it used to be too. Not that yeah. like, like this was the only reason, but like part of the reason was like this is anything everyone everyone's gonna be talking about this for the next six months. This- like do you remember after Infinity War when so after an Infinity War, where Thanos snaps and half of the population's gone, the next year, like that came out in like April, and like I know two other movies. There was the Ant Man and Captain Marvel came out, but those were like still happening pre snap. So like yeah, those, yeah. that next year until Endgame came out was like crap. Like what is everyone is dead? Like what is gonna end? Like so many theories and now it's like oh yeah i guess there's an atman movie 
and I think King is supposed to be the new villain, but like I don't know because there's so much. Like I I've caught up because I'm Marvel's one of the high on my nerd list, but yeah, yeah. it's it's been a lot. Yeah, it's been a lot to try and and watch at all, watch any of it. So it's like hard, but um, I still love Marvel in general. I think they do really good work um, cinematically. Even though, even though, like you said, like the CEO was focused on quantity over quality, I feel like um, Kevin Feige is the Marvel guy, right? Yeah, uh, I feel like he was still like, okay, we still got to do. I, I don't know if it's him, his influence or what, but it was like, okay, we may be doing a lot, but we're still going to make it good. Still need, but, we still need to at least try to make it good. And like yeah. when, and like, I know some of the, there's been some of the movies that haven't gotten as good of reviews and stuff, but it's like, but you know, to me, it's like, they're not bad movies. They're just not as good as the other Marvel. So it's like, you're comparing yeah. Against yourself, it's not like oh that was a terrible movie. It's like oh that wasn't it. That wasn't the best Marvel movie. Yeah, and I think it is has always been for me a little bit weird because I have loved Marvel since I was kid, but I loved X Men more than anything. Yeah, and it was like they had the X Men movies. those ones are always big swings. They're either really good or really, really bad. <laughs> terrible and, or amazing. Uh, and yeah, they have for some and reason. From the beginning, in between. From the beginning, yeah. it was never like like X1 and X2 were great. X3 was like, they killed everyone. Everyone, yeah. no one has powers Everyone's anymore. Uh, this is yeah. stupid. It was, it was yeah. So I, I've, I love X-Men. And then it's like these new... I feel like I hadn't even heard of the Avengers because like, again, I'm not a huge comic book nerd, but I had read comics. I more just loved X-Men and didn't pay attention to the rest of Marvel. Um, And so, yeah, it was just weird. I'm going on a little bit too long about this. We have other songs to do. Yeah, we should Um, probably move on. We need need to wrap this up, actually. What what Um, what do you like? What do you like about the song? um, You know what? I love that he um, he loves he it. digs deep and he digs deep, he digs deep like this is not like service level famous quotes like he's like playing with eye of agamato till time stops yeah. i think that stood out to me because i didn't even remember what that was i googled it and i was like oh yeah that's where we eventually mm-hmm. find out that it's the time stone is like mm-hmm. kept in the eye of agamato. strange um yeah i was like oh this is not like yeah what what do you he's have a not, part i think um i it's so hard because like there's a lot of like cool little lines and that he like he ties it all into like like his love for marvel gets tied back into like his career with rapping which is kind of cool like the you know, trying to get your mind stone like it's vision, you know, like the, the clever, like double entendres of stuff. I think it's cool, but I think my favorite is just the very end where, you know, everyone that like, where he like gives a shout out to everyone. He's like, everyone who's made these movies and comics that we love, like, thank you so much. Like this has kept me going. I think it's just cool that he does that. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's awesome. But yeah, no, I've, I really like it. I like echo. Um, but yeah, should we, uh, you know, speaking of the Disney CEO going quantity over quality, should we uh should we also sell out a little bit? 
Yeah, baby, let's sell out. And in addition to the ad, um, don't uh, go follow. Don't skip this one. My brain just switched those around. Uh, do go follow. Don't skip this one on Instagram or Twitter. Um, we'll occasionally post stuff. We're bad at it. Yeah. I'll post stuff on Instagram and then forget to send the videos that I post to Zach on Twitter. So I'll yeah, do that. Well, Maybe we'll just do like a mass post and just do a ton of for the last like a couple of stuff we've been doing. Yeah, um, well, we might do that. Um, that's that's a good point. Uh, subscribe on your favorite podcast listening plat- plat- platform. Uh, if you're not listening to it on your favorite platform right now, um, go listen to it on your favorite because we're available everywhere. And if we're not available at one of them, let us know. We'll figure out how to get it on there. Um, if you listen to it on Spotify Premium, it will play the full song, full songs instead of just the clips. Um, also, please rate us uh, everywhere. Everywhere has ratings. So just rate, give us a review. Yeah. Um, Good or bad at this point, I don't care. Just, um, just rate us. Uh, and also, every episode has a playlist on uh, my Spotify profile. Uh, Zach, that that profile is Zach Fisher, and it's got the show's logo on it to make it even more obvious which Zach Fisher you're looking for. Um, and just tell your friends about the show. Uh, tell your parents. Um, tell your lover. Tell your um, brother, your uh, midnight toker, your poker. <laughs> I was uh, trying to figure out what I knew you were going somewhere. When you said lover, I was like, uh, he's quoting something. I don't know what he's quoting just yet, but he's quoting something because lover is not usually in your repertoire of vocab words unless it's. Uh, I just think when. If, people... Unless, unless uh, it's fault, if like the words meet are in front of it. Um, and pizza afterwards. Pizza afterwards. No, I just think that when our um, listeners are laying in bed with their lover, um, I hate saying it. I dislike it intensely. No, I was just quoting um, the Joker. Anyway, shoot, we're we're going off the rails. Uh, uh, follow <laughs> us. Follow us. Follow. Rate us. Do whatever. Just we just. We want we want people to to listen, so that way yeah. we can do this full time instead of like every two or so weeks when two, we yeah. have time, okay, um, yeah. apart from our real lives and <laughs> jobs that pay us a salary. Yeah, um, yeah, it'd be nice to get a salary from this. Okay, I think that's it for Salary Corner. Well, let's move on to our next nerd category. And that was Do the Hippogriff by the the Weird Sisters, really. It's um, who it's by. Um, yeah. From the Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire soundtrack. Um, yep. So this one um, was is directly from the movie. This is from the, the band called the Weird Sisters in the movie. Um, and they are playing at the Yule Ball. 
And me, as the big Harry Potter nerd I am, I I was like, I got to put in a Harry Potter song. I didn't know how yeah. because I was like, like I, especially the we've got some kind of funny ones in here that we're going to get to. And I was like, I don't want to do another Harry and the Potters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and at one point I had a Weird Al song and it was a Weird Al Star Wars song. But I was like, okay, but, you know, I'm, I may, I'm, I'm ruining it for you. We're, I already have a Star Wars song coming up um, in a couple songs, but I was trying to figure out how to get another one in. Um, and Do you and mean I was like, you know what? Episodes? Cause you don't have weird Al one. Oh no, no, no. A Star Wars, a song about Star Wars. Oh, I see. Coming up Sorry. soon. Okay, go ahead. Um, and so then I was like, you know what? I'm going to put this song in. Um, I like that. Like it's, I, I like the, the songs that are from this, um, this band it's not really a band but you know yeah right um, right the band in the the the, the the fictional band in the movie um and i chose this one because it's like going on with our nerd music you know fantasy kind of genre of like the whole point it's like one of those like dance songs that but it's like okay you know groove around like a scary ghost or um shake your booty like a bogger in pain like just like yeah classic fantasy slash like some of them are more specific to i think um harry potter but then you know harry potter takes a lot from just the fantasy itself like yeah uh, you know yeah, ghosts trolls from, elves unicorns like yeah she took from mythology and from yeah. and fantasy and just take kind of all of that um yeah and weird sisters is a reference to a shakespeare I think so. I I think it's a I think it's a Shakespeare play, and it's so they the band in the book I think gets it from that I think it's from, I think it's from Macbeth I think the Weird Sisters are the, again we do little to no research on this podcast little to no research, um, coming to a shirt near you by the way, um, we, um, yeah so, the. What was I saying? I completely <laughs> lost track. I don't know you. Oh, but... little to no. Re- yeah, we did little to no research, so we're not exactly sure where the weird sisters are from. But um, I I do love that um, she does tie in um, the Shakespeare a couple different times because she also like the double double boil in trouble. I think is from yes. Shakespeare as well. Yeah. Um, but you know his more his more they um, are the they are the the weird sisters are the names given to the three prophetic witches in macbeth by shakespeare that's what it is yep okay yep that makes uh that sounds completely right yeah okay uh so yeah i love that i love that she tied that in um and i do love that they were like oh you just you know you're just like gonna be the weird sisters this band that gets mentioned in the book um and you're playing at the old ball and you could have just put on like some generic rock music and they're like nah we're gonna write a whole like, three different songs three There's yeah I was three songs say, it's not just this song right it's three completely different full-length songs and make them full of like 
and, and this one's like full of all the mytho- mythological creatures in the world of Harry Potter. There's one my favorite is called Magic Works, and it's like it's like the slow song, and I love that song. Like I I love that song as just a normal song plus the Harry Potter aspect, and so yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm I'm a big Harry Potter nerd. Um, I yeah. like Mich- Michaela and I will listen to the books um, because she has to have something going on to go to sleep. And so she's always listened to the audiobooks. And so she'll put, she'll just randomly put on like a place and be like, okay, I don't know. Number four, chapter 16 and just kind of start until she falls asleep. And then when we got married and stuff, I was like, okay, but like, I want to like, at least if I'm going to do this, I might as well like get audiobook credit for this. And so like, I'll go through and I'll just start it. And then, you know, I'll I'll remember where I fell asleep the night before and kind of get back to where it was and just keep slowly listening to it. So I've I've re-listened to the Harry Potter books like three times since we've gotten married, wow. and um, I'm even going through right now and listening to the uh, the the UK version with Stephen Fry. But yeah, so I did not know he did that. That's cool. He, he did he did the, the UK's UK. version, and then Jim Dale does the the american version but yeah like huge nerd it's yeah it's probably i I loved harry potter i mean i went to um the last few midnight premieres uh with some friends we weren't friends or we hadn't we hadn't even met yet before no because because the last one i think came out while i was on my mission that's right. Yeah, because I had the last one came out when I was like, in, yeah, when so I was in freshman in college, and I went with um, a girl that I liked at the time that didn't like me back, um, but it was okay because I was mostly in love with Emma Watson. So yeah, like weren't we all? As we all were. As we all were, Emma Watson and Haley Williams. Like that's a that's a trend for for millennials and that were that were in like high school in the 2000s like those were our main loves yep that's fair um that is completely true um uh but yeah this song is i don't think i had listened to this outside of the the movie movie ever i i I do remember this scene that they like had the weird scissors play and stuff Mm -hmm. but i'm not a soundtrack person like i've stated that before um most often and so I, I guess I just didn't put together that there would be like non-instrumental or songs that aren't just instrumental on here. Yeah. Um, this is like a really good, this is like a really good song. This is like a really good rock song. It's solid. Um, do you have a favorite part? I like the, the bagpipe solo. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is really good. I just... I love the bagpipes. I'm I'm one of the uh, like, I'm in the minority on that one. I know that. <laughs> it can be a harsh sound to yeah. um, listen to over and over again. Um, well, unless you have anything else to say about Harry Potter, I think I cut you off at one point. No, just I'm just a big fan. I think it from. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. My nerd stuff is, if I had to rank it, it's probably gonna it's going Disney. Harry Potter, Marvel, Star Wars. Just so you guys know, uh, listening, he started at the top to the bottom. That wasn't yeah. the bottom to the top. 
Yeah. So top number one, Disney, then Harry Potter, then Marvel, then Star Wars. And then just other nerdy stuff. I don't know if I can... I don't know if I can rank it. um, Except for I know what number one is. What's number one? Lord of the Rings? Okay. Listen. Okay. Let's do this. I am a poor man of And that was Diggy Diggy Hole by Windrose. Um, a cover of a, well, an expanded cover, I suppose, of a uh, random song on like a Minecraft video. It's like, it's like a Minecraft podcast. Yeah. But, um, the best part, I mean, that's nerdy in it, in and of itself. But the best part of it is like the original thing was just was just the kind of the chorus that I am a dwarf and I dig in a hole, diggy diggy hole. Um, <laughs> it's always funny to say. And um, but the best part is this band, in general, they dress as dwarves, like like in the Lord of the Rings movies full-on Gimli outfits and they sing from the perspective of dwarves from the Lord of the Rings universe specifically and he took the like I am a dwarf and I dig in a hole diggy diggy hole and then he added they added a bunch of verses that like specifically reference stuff from Lord of the Rings and about dwarves and and they made it um, metal as hell so it's just it makes me laugh, but also is amazingly nerdy and, and awesome. I think when, so I actually tried to prep before. Um, I know that most of the time I don't, I'm listening to these songs as they're playing. I'm like, Oh yeah, I yeah. guess I do like that song. But I was listening. Cause I was like, okay, like I want to actually know what I'm talking about beforehand. And because I was like, I'm just feeling it. And yeah. <laughs> as I was listening, I was like working and listening to the song and I, I stopped and I was like, did he just say I am a dwarf and I diggy diggy hole? And I start laughing. <laughs> yes. I texted Zach. I was like, oh my gosh, this song is amazing because it's just and like it is so catchy. It's been stuck in my head all week with the I am a dwarf and I diggy diggy hole. <laughs> like it is a it is a dwarf drinking song yep. with the words diggy diggy hole. And it is amazing, and I love this song. I don't even. I I told Zach while we were listening to this, like usually when we, in between songs, like we will, we will also listen to it and just make sure we know what our favorite lyric is. I didn't even bother looking what the other stuff was because I already know my favorite is "I am a dwarf and I diggy diggy hole, diggy diggy <laughs> hole, digging a hole." Uh, this band is also Italian, which makes it even better to me. I don't know why. That it's not an American, it's not some American. These are Italian nerds. Um, so I just I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to bring this one because, I mean, start of my nerddom is way back in like watching 
X-Men, like some of my first memories of life is like watching X-Men, the TV show, and also um, Transformers. They did, by the way, that, that was, that ended when with the cartoon. They did, the movies did not make me. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up here. Huh? What about the first one? The first one, the first one was fun. Fun? Yeah. It did not hold to the standard of like Beast Transformers, like the original one. That's fair. I would say. That's that's fair. So anything I mean, after like, but also Bumblebee. That one was that one was pretty good like it was good like the first one was good the rest were crappy and then they came out with bumblebee a couple years ago and that one was surprisingly good i don't think i actually even watched it because they had burned yeah. me so bad yeah that's my friend dallin and i because he's like let's go watch this i was like i don't want to go watch a transformers movie he's like no 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 it's getting like good reviews on imdb on like rotten tomatoes and imdb i was like okay we'll check yeah. it out i was like oh my gosh that was surprisingly good so I'm not um, saying you have to go check it out, but listener, go watch the Bumblebee movie. Unless your name is Kevin, because I haven't mentioned you contractually on this podcast yet. I don't know how else I was gonna do that. So hey Kev. Ooh, close um, one. Close one. So I mean I was I was obsessed with those at a young age, those kind of TV shows. And and like and I guess Pokemon, but like I read fantasy fiction from like a young age mm-hmm. and I, I didn't actually read um, Tolkien until after fellowship of the ring. So what happened is I, what happened is that the, the, um, I thought that it was going to be a, a scary film because the trailers um, made it look like it was going to be a scary film because of the ring race. Um, and I was, in middle school i think like sixth grade like just barely middle school and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna be brave i'm gonna go to this movie with my older brother also i don't know why i was allowed to go but it was just me and my older brother and we were like we're gonna go watch fellowship of the ring and i was like i'm gonna start watching scary movies i don't know why i felt like i needed to um and then i watched it of course it's not as i mean there's scary parts um, but it's mostly just this um, fantastical world, and it's an amazing movie. Again, if you haven't seen that movie, I don't know what you're doing listening to this, um, and also just with your life. But like, base, and then I was like, "Holy shit, this is gonna be my personality from now on. Um, it's just gonna be a Tolkien nerd." And I read all of Lord of the Rings. Then I read The Hobbit. Like I did it. I think I did all of it out of order from what people normally. Or I think other people did, because I think even my older brother had read The Hobbit before he saw that. Um, and then at some point, I tried reading The Cimmerillion. Couldn't make it all the way through that. Um, but I have read a lot of a lot of other a lot of others of Tolkien's work, Children of Burin. Um, stuff like that and i watched all of the extended versions and like fantasy fiction in general i'm just super super into um i love wizards and magic and dragons and all that shit and elves and dwarves so when 
like I think I said it. Yeah, we said at the beginning, like originally I wanted to just do like inspired by fantasy fiction, you know, Tolkien mostly. Let's just do a whole episode on that. But it was like there are songs, but it's like, you know, like I, I mean, partly it was like I actually want Brady to pick songs and he he didn't have as many. Like I didn't want to just pick eight songs. But also partly like nerd dumb in general. I don't throw me under the bus that hard. No, no, no. I just you know I didn't want I didn't want to make it. I I don't know if it would be entirely interesting to have me talk about um, J.R. my love of Tolkien for um, two and a half hours. But I do um, love him. Number one, uh, uh, his work, I should say uh i don't actually i don't know if i know too much about him as a person um i know he's just cool in general um cool and i guess i i guess i'm one i i don't know if cool is the right word but he was really really smart and he's he knew a whole lot um and yeah i I'm I'm running on here a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I I didn't know if I should stop you or let you keep talking about how much you love Tolkien. I I, just, I was I just really enjoy escaping into into a world of fantasy. I don't know. That's... Oh, I had a joke and it didn't work, and I stopped myself before I got it out because, uh, as we all know, we don't really edit on this uh, this podcast unless it's like oh we should probably take that out or like we probably should bleep out that person's name um <laughs> probably but if i remember if i remember, if you remember that. but uh yeah so just ignore that that was gonna be a joke i don't know where i was going with it but no like i i, I really like this song um the, the song is great and like you know kind of talked about it at the beginning but like and Zach and I talked about this off air because we're a radio show now, but Tolkien and Lord of the Rings really is like that introduction to like, that was almost like the first nerd culture, the first nerd genre almost like, yeah, like the, that was like the OG nerd was, was Lord of the Rings. And then, you know, then people started becoming a lot more like, okay, well, like I'm nerdy about this and this and that, like actual like nerd stuff. Like everyone, every nerd at some point has liked Lord of the Rings. Like if you're not a Harry Potter fan or a Star Wars fan or, you know, a Marvel fan or a comic book fan or whatever it is, like if Marvel fans, they at one point were, we're nerdy about Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like I, I, that's a blanket statement, but I, I feel pretty strongly about that. That's a, you know, for the most part, that's a, a pretty, I would, I would say most nerds love Lord of the Rings at least. Yeah. And I, and I also like that. I mean, there's been nerds about comic books for a long time, but like, I feel like that was more forward in the culture of like, and they got made fun of a lot for it. I would say like uh, not, not our generation, like generation before us and before, like not even, I don't think, I don't think I was ever made fun of for reading comic books. 
but like before you know like old older um our parents generation and before is like oh you read comic books like that's kind of that's pretty nerdy and like poking fun but then there was like like even deeper nerddom at the kernel of that was like tolkien nerds yes and i and i feel like it's like and like i say that like like it's like because like people wouldn't even make fun of them but it's only because like you'd have to be a comic book nerd to know that there are tolkien nerds like and they are more intense i, I don't know i just get the feeling I don't, yeah. I don't know this for sure, but it's like, I get the feeling it's like... I can, people, little to no research. Little to no research. But it's like people before our, before our generation, if you were a Tolkien nerd, like, you were, like, the, the nerdiest of the nerds, yeah. um, if that was your number one. But I say that knowing that these they're also just, like, great works of... Uh, like, great novels, works of fiction. Like, it, you don't have to be a nerd to even just appreciate them. In general, is just like Fiction? really good. So this, so it's not real. I, you know, I didn't know that you knew that word, so I had used it kind of to disguise. Shit. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, oh. do, you have, do you have anything else you'd like? Because I know we've got another. We got some a little bit more Lord of the Rings stuff. Um, do you yeah. have anything else you want to say about Diggy Diggy Hole though? <laughs> Only that it makes me laugh every time you say Diggy Diggy Hole. Yeah, me too. Um, no, I love that this is. Uh, I love that there's a band just entirely devoted to being dwarf. Not even just like entirely devoted to Tolkien's uh, making music about Tolkien's work. It's like making music specifically about the dwarves from Tolkien's. It's works. it's it's very similar to when we did the comedy one, where there's that whole uh, wizard rock, where there is a yeah Harry and the Potters, Draco and the Malfoys, like. It's Very about similar. it's a specific about it's songs written through the perspective of Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Yes. Very similar. Um, so no, I think that's it. I have that's all I have on that song. Well, let's move on to our penultimate uh, song, uh, which penultimate means penultimate. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Son of a bitch. <laughs> And that was a new hope by Blink One Eighty Two. So I like Zach with um, Lord of the Rings. I think my first real introduction to nerd stuff was Star Wars. Um, I remember being, you know, besides like like Disney, like that's the big nerd for me. But like we had a whole podcast episode about it so we don't need to fully get into it but um yeah i noticed i didn't get my whole episode about tolkien wait a minute <laughs> hold on do just we need kidding. to should we just cut okay sorry we'll just cut from here and <laughs> then we'll just do another two hours starting right now at 11 p.m for me um no, no but I'm just kidding. star wars was like mine so i remember it was when the 
um, what's the word? The special editions came out on VHS. There's in that gold box. I think I might even have it around here. I don't think I, it's. But it was the gold box, and so I remember. Um, I was in elementary school at the time, and my parents let me do Star Wars night. So there was three weekends in a row. Elementary school, we do it on a Friday, and it was like a big slumber party that we would do. So like we would because there were long movies because you know like when you're in second third grade like anything longer than an hour and a half is a long movie yeah. and these and these are like two two and a half hour long movies yeah. and so we would have a, i'd have a big star wars party so like my mom would like make like star wars themed snacks and we would uh watch the movie in our front room and then have a big slumber party and yeah. I think that was my first introduction to Star Wars and to nerd. And I think so Star Wars is one of the first ones that I really got into. Um, and I think, you know, um, Zach and I talked a little bit about this because like, you know, every, I feel like the biggest issue with Star Wars. Are we going to get into it? We're going to get into it. We're gonna, right, because we're going to get into it. The biggest issue with Star Wars isn't the prequel trilogy, isn't the isn't the sequels, isn't the TV shows. It isn't like uh, how the you know Disney parks are run. The real issue, oh, that's where I could have brought in Kevin. Me and Kevin have talked about this too. Is the fans? The fans are the worst part about Star Wars, like hands yeah. down, because it's always it always feels like. No matter what it is, it's a fight where it's like you see people online who like are vocal about the fact that like the prequel trilogy is the worst, like and they hate it so much. And like if you liked it, you're an idiot. And then people like will defend the prequel trilogy the same and be like, if you hate this, you don't understand Star Wars. And like it's this whole fight that always happens with Star Wars. Like, no matter what you like everything else like if so if you like this part of star wars everything else is yeah. dumb and you need to tell people how stupid they are for liking this part when you like this part well i just want to say that if you um don't like the star wars christmas special then you're <laughs> a dumb idiot He's a little a little dumb baby and you shouldn't even that's be where we see boba so fett for stupid. the first time um no yeah i agree because i i think we talked about it because i used to i i used to be more vocal about you used to I, be one of the toxic fans let's just come out and say i used to it. be a little more toxic i used to be uh, i used to be more toxic about star wars in general i i it, and i think it stems from my dislike of the prequels and I, and i i should say i am no longer like this if you like the prequels that's fine I don't like them. We can live our lives. That's that doesn't yeah. matter to me. I just you know I don't enjoy watch. I don't enjoy watching them. I think I watched them like again recently just to like just because I had, I was on a kick of like I'm just gonna rewatch all of Star Wars. I think it was around when the the last of the um, sequels have come out. Final final shows you came out. Yeah, yeah, a sequels. Yeah, yeah. Um, I rewatched them and I was like, yeah. Nope, still don't like them. Like I, I think with age, I at least 
there's not an intense dislike. And I should say when they first came out, I was young. I did enjoy it. It was like upon rewatching, I was like, mm, not as good as the originals. I dislike these. And then I think I, I don't know, caught on to the, I, you know, caught on to the, the fever pitch of like, let's be mad about something. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's a general like gatekeeping thing, I think. And, and, um, that I see all over, even with like music and stuff too, where people are like, I know this is kind of different, but it's just a similar annoyance of like when people wear band shirts and people are like, have you even name a song from that band? Like, have you even heard of them? Like, don't be mad that people are wearing merch and they might not know that band. Be happy that your band got somebody to buy their merch. Yeah. Like, just you're great. Now your band can keep on trucking. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just like with Star Wars, it's like, why are you hating people that like some Star Wars? You know, if, you, if, if more people like Star Wars, then we get more Star Wars. So for you to hate. Well, I mean, but, there are those people yeah. who are going to hate everything new that comes out. Well, you know, more more the the, the yeah. people that are somewhat reasonable, but might be a little toxic. It's like, hey, guys, come on, be reasonable. Is there are non shitty things that they have done um, since since the original trilogy. Yeah, and like, and I think too, because you know, the reason I bring it up is because, like me, I'm I like the the prequels, especially because to me that is what like I have a soft spot in my heart for them because that is what got me into Star Wars because like the mm. that like like I said the the box set came out on VHS we watched those and then like a year or two later is when the Phantom Menace came out like I was nine and I was yeah. like oh this is cool there's lightsabers and like do you see that dude with the spikes on his head and he cut that other dude yeah. in half like that was cool like and so that's why I'm like oh yeah like I I appreciate him and like there's with all things like there's things that I don't appreciate as much where I'm like oh like you know for example I was a little bit a little bit more disappointed with the the first of the sequels where I was like oh that kind of felt like the similar plot to a new hope, but I'm like, but it was still good. Get like I my, liked it. Get off of my podcast. Get off of my podcast. You hate one. Do you hate one thing about star Wars and you get the hell off of my podcast? <laughs> no, but, but that's, that's the point is that like me, I'm like, Oh yeah. But like, I still really liked it. And like, I'm, I'm the type of personality who like, I, even when things are, aren't, aren't great with stuff. I'm so like, yeah, no, but I love it all. Like, you know, midi chlorians yes, weird, maybe. sure, but I still love it all. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like this—it's something that that happens a lot, especially in the Star Wars fandom, where like there's that weird, like that's that. I feel like the Star Wars fans almost are the worst fans when it comes to like nerdy stuff. Where like Lord of the Rings fans can all get behind Lord of the Rings, but like Star Wars fans, yeah. there's always that weird fighting that goes on amongst themselves. And we but all yeah. agree, and we all agree that the original trilogy for um, Lord of the Rings was great, and that the Hobbit was fun, <laughs> that is, kind of weird. And that's something and, we could all get behind. And, and all, no, no, and, no, and no. There's Lord nobody who disagrees that no like, the, the Hobbit was like, like it's fun, well, but it's yeah. kind of weird. Well, I don't know why we watched forty minutes of dinner, but that's fine. Um, 
why why was one of the doors hot? Why why, <laughs> why just why just why one just, of them? Why just why, why was why Thor and Oaken Shield like just a stud? Um, yeah. Okay, but going back um, to this this song, I think it's cool that Blink One Eight Two had a song called "The New Hope." I didn't even realize it was like I had seen this. I think I'd listened to it, but not really like listen listen to it. And then when yeah, I was looking yeah. up stuff, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a, a song about Star Wars and how Princess Leia is his dream girl." Like you know, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was also released in nineteen ninety seven. When was the prequels released? Prequels were ninety nine. Was the first one. So it was before. Yeah. Okay. What's yeah. your favorite? What was your favorite part of the song? Um, I do like. Um, well, like you, I didn't realize that this was like a Star Wars song. I actually don't know if I had even heard this song before. Mm-hmm. Possibly at least maybe heard it once, but didn't know it was Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I do, and so I was like looking. I was like clicking links on genius.com yes that's what i used to look at lyrics shut up yeah um it and it was like i was drinking colt 45s with lando that's because um billy d williams was a spokesman for colt 45 it's just like this incredibly deep uh, deep cut shit <laughs> it's like connecting the fact that lando calrissian was that actor who also was in these these commercials like nice I, I don't know i just love that what about you what's your favorite part i just i like the whole fact that it's like a love song written like a pop punk love song but a love song nonetheless about yeah. their love for princess leia like i will walk through tattooing naked just to get to you <laughs> just to, yeah just, um, um no, i the one really I, I or you know kind of like the deeper cut like it's not just someone who like watched it once and was like, "Oh, I know the characters Han Solo and uh, and Princess Leia," but like the fact that it's like taking out the Cantina Mos Eisley, you're the exact exactly the kind of Alder- Alderinian that I need. Like just yeah. stuff where it's like, okay, like they at least know that like they're they're Star Wars fans. Like they, it's not just a oh yeah, yeah. like. Like yeah, I think it was clear to me that it was like, oh no, these are like these are like real Star Wars. Also, like this that was pre Google. It wasn't like they were googling shit. Like, yeah, they they weren't doing like research for sure on like I I don't know. I just can't. I also can't picture Blink One Eighty Two doing research for their songs. Yeah, like, you know, it's like nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, they weren't like looking up. It was like okay, what's some Star Wars bullshit we can put in the song? Like no, they were like off the dome. Like yeah, this Alderinian, um. Uh, it's search the uh, moons of Endor. Uh, yeah, moons of Endor, all that shit. Yeah, it's great. Which, especially pre-internet, you know, you'd have to watch a lot to know. But yeah, do you have anything else you want to say about this the song or Star Wars, anything like that? Um, no, I think that's it. Sounds good. Well, let's uh, let's move on to our last song.
And that was the Battle of Evermore by Led Zeppelin. Um, uh, I took this one. I put this one last because um, it like holds this really special place in my heart, actually. Um, speaking from a place of like nerddom, this combines two of my biggest nerdy things uh because there's lord of the rings i mean there's um overt references while this isn't it's it's like debated because he interweaves lord of the rings as well as like authorian legend and like welsh mythology it's like a incredibly nerdy fantasy mythology shit um all just kind of mishmashed together um so while it's not like exactly lord of the, like an exact lord of the rings plotline or anything it is lord of the rings and it's also led zeppelin who brings out like one of my biggest music nerd qualities is led zeppelin um because we i did that one about like when the levy breaks there's just there's i can do a whole episode about that i can also like the off of the same album led zeppelin four it was like one of this one of the one of the facts that I love about Led Zeppelin four in particular. They didn't include all the lyrics. Like they included some lyrics, but not all lyrics in their like the sleeve of the original vinyl. So it was like this weird it was like this incredibly weird move where it's like yeah, we're going to include lyrics, but not all of them. You guys kind of have to figure out the rest, and, you know, in the, in the 70s. So not like people are going to write it, a blog about it and post it. Um, and then they also like include all these strange symbols. And like, that's when it like started being like, people were like, oh, they're like satanic because they include all these like weird symbols that we don't understand. But it's just like, it's just all like, because they're obsessed with fantasy fiction, like they're just fantasy fiction nerds. Like it, and um, uh, was it Robert Plant especially? Like he's a huge Vulcan nerd, and so they're just like using, they're just like doing stuff similar to Elvish and 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 um, how Tolkien did his name and stuff like that. And you know, I, and some of the stuff might mean something. Like I, I I'm not. I, I didn't do a ton of research for this. I'm kind of trying to remember a lot of it. Um, but I, you know, if some of it means something, it's not anything like satanic. It's just like some reference to some thing that they're obsessed. They're just nerds about like, cause they're just, they were nerds. But again, like I was talking about dragon force, like they're nerds and that's why they became great musicians. Cause they were like obsessed with the craft of music and Robert plant in particular was obsessed with, Tolkien and um, magic and stuff like that. And people mistook it as like satanic because they were kind of like mysterious. They were like trying to be mysterious about it. But when you like break it down, it's like, it's just mythology. Oh, it's just mythology. And like, and even because like looking at it, I not realizing what else was on this album, but like, you know, Scareway to Heaven comes right next. Um, Yeah. And like, also has some, some, Sorry, it's just like Stairway to Heaven, which is like if you a very weird tale that they like left half the lyrics off of 
So if you're like trying to decipher it by reading lyrics, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. But it's just mythology. Well, mythology and then and then the song that comes right after um is another the the title of this song is another a token reference. The fifth song on the album is called Missy Mountain Hop. Yeah. Which is Missy Mountain Top. Because the Missy yeah. Mountains are in the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah. it's it, like stuff that I didn't like until this place. I don't think I ever realized just how big of token nerds Led Zeppelin was. Uh, and like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, just absolutely. I don't, I don't know if it's something a lot of people know, um, but it's something I know because um, I had Led Zeppelin for in high school. And I think I was reading Tolkien at the time. And I was like, wait a second. He, did he just say ring race? Cause I, like, that's my favorite part yeah. is like um, the, I want to look, I want to say the right lyric. Um, Drums will shake the castle wall, the ring race ride in black, right on. Like he did. And I was like, did he just say ring race? Wait a second. That earlier he said like you know dark lord re- probably referring to um sauron and like mm-hmm. um i thought angels of avalon was from tolkien but I, it's actually from king arthur uh legends but you know just all this sort of and then yeah, yeah misty mountain hop um and all these weird symbols that they put on that look like elvish when you yeah. when you've when you've read Tolkien recently, you're like, oh, that's like Elvish. So, anyways, what did do? What did I really like the song? I love, I like Led Zeppelin's one. I want to get more into because the the stuff that I like of Led Zeppelin's, I love. That makes sense. Like, it's not like oh, I only know one song, but it's like I just haven't listened to some of their like all their stuff. Um. But no, it's I really like this song. I I liked seeing all of the token references in this song. Um, yeah. I was not expecting that. Being honest, like I really did not think that that was going to happen. I thought, but yeah, it's 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 really cool. I I enjoyed this song. Um, I think I just I clicked out of the lyrics, so I don't have them anymore. Um, but I like the beginning lines where it's really it's talking about Frodo and Galadriel. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a very specific uh, yeah, they're talking about Queen of Light, Galadriel, Prince of Peace, Frodo Baggins. Yeah. Um Dark Lord, Sauron, stuff like that. It's, it's just really cool. This is really cool. And it's also the mandolin played by um uh or sorry. Um I'm really bad at remembering names. Um Little to no research, people. Jimmy Page. It's embarrassing. I forgot his name. Oh, yeah. Jimmy I, Page. I thought there was someone Page. special, so I was like, okay. Sorry. No, Jimmy Page play, playing mandolin. Um, um, for like, I think this is like the only time. Um, may, maybe later, but it was like definitely the first in there. Um, their discography where he just like yeah. plays the mandolin because it fits perfectly. It it's fits like perfectly folk, with this one. Yeah. It's a folk songs. It's, and it's a, 
it's weird fictional folk, it's, but you know, folk, yeah, yeah, it's it's a fictional folk song. So and it's just it's and it's always it's always pleasant to listen to, and it has that Led Zeppelin feel without being like what you think of as Led Zeppelin, which is more like big rock and big stadium yeah. rock rock and roll. Um, but yeah. So, uh, did you have anything else you want to say about this song in particular? No, nothing else I want to say about this song. I was, I really enjoyed this song, and I I really enjoyed talking about all this nerdy stuff. I hope all of you out there enjoyed it as well. Um, if you if you want us to get really nerdy, just you know, feel free to to text us and be like, hey, like, what's your thoughts on uh, the season three of The Mandalorian or uh, did you like the the new Ant Man movie or whatever nerdy question you have? Yeah, reach out. Feel free to feel free to text us. Yeah. And if you are a person that we don't know somehow that's listening to this, hi, welcome. Thank you for listening. Um, you can. Thanks for tuning in. This is the end of the podcast. You should rewind it. Start it from the beginning. Yeah. Why did you start? Why did you skip yeah. ahead to the <laughs> to the very end? Weird move. It sounds but, like you I mean, that's fine. past the it's songs, fine. too. I, I just don't understand. That's all it's I'm saying. You do you. Um, We're not telling you how to listen to podcasts, but you're doing it wrong. <laughs> but also we are. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us on this uh, uh, nerdy adventure. Um, uh, live long and prosper and whatnot. Uh we didn't, we're not Star Trek people. I don't know why I said that. Um, I like the new Star Trek stuff. Some of it. Yeah, I, I get some. The, I get some of the references. I love Star Trek in the darkness. <laughs> uh, Star Trek. Anyway, before we before we start just getting off the rails too much, thanks for sticking around, nerds, and I, also you music nerds out there. Thanks for sticking around, fellow music nerds.